Log Talk Radio. Hey, you are listening and watching Ultra Life, the show about business and life. You're listening and watching on Facebook Live and podcast Ultra Life. You can go to Log Talk Radio slash Ultra Life, blogtalkradio.com slash Ultra Life. And uh, you can hear the show live. You can drive and listen or do something else. You can watch it live here on Facebook. Today I have Russ. He has done over or around about, we're not quite sure, we've discussed this for a half hour, around 30,000 different readings. Uh, he wanted to talk about astrology today uh, because he said that's the mother of all science. All science. So the scientists out there might disagree with that, but he's going to share with us what his experience has been with astrology and what he learned about it and uh, give us some feedback. And he might actually share some, some readings as well as a little politician. As you mentioned, I didn't bring my Donald Trump experience. Oh, too bad. So that will be on a different show. And I can so, talk a little bit about it. So tell us, why, why astrology? Why did you get this Very complicated. Short story. Um, maybe, maybe have a gift of intuition. Many people, most people can have a gift of intuition. Everybody's pretty loaded up with all the really positive things that person can find. Just a matter of tapping in uh, to those you know, great faculties that everybody has. So you just kind of open up some doors Doors of perception, astrology is a nice way to open up somebody's door. You know, psychologists say we use fifty percent of our mind, and eighty-five uh, percent. You know, we're trying to open up a lot of things jumping out sometimes. But you know, it's a personal study. I got into it for personal reasons. Um, for me, it was a little bit of death and transformation. There's some family questions, the regular old things. I looked a little bit further into things. It took me four or five years to you know, bump into some Eastern philosophy and start to enjoy my philosophy and skepticism. For me, that kind of handed me into expanding my consciousness a little bit. Uh, Carlos Pesanata books, things of this nature, uh, in them, uh, and things of this nature kind of opens up all those things. And those are for me. No, those are the studies of people. Certainly, reading a lot of it. Uh, mentoring is good. I'm not a Quality uh, fellows at Carson in '74. It was just like a natural thing that took place. So the tutoring got me around. It was for me trying to figure out definitely for situations that were taking place in my life. It confused me for a whole So my aspect time is not then, but now I understand it's really going through a lot of transformations and changes in my own consciousness. So, everybody has this going on in their life. They, I'm not saying they keep it under wraps, maybe they don't. Too many people know the disruptions and a lot of things that take place in the life that we settle. So it's just re- when I got my first reading, I just realized when I was age 21, wow, this is speaking to me, not just playing a theory on me about doctrines I've been through, but it really did speak to me personally, in spite of the fact that it's planets, affected by the planets, and how that energy uh, affects you, you know, in your chart and the whole calculation of it. So it's pretty vast science. And it just speaks to life. It's not trying to be complicated about everybody has to know what the planets are doing. 
that's where this problem is most positive. You know, for the person good reason. Assist them in getting off this. Well, you know, I have a friend who's called she and you make decisions now because after that we would argue. And I was I have an argument with my boyfriend about it. I do a week, two more weeks, and the decision after that. How does that have an effect? Well, I'm not sure the rising you know. No, I'm just gonna say this. There's a time for planting, there's a time for sowing. And so you don't really want to plant under negative circumstances. Your plant problem. So, you don't really want it. It's the same thing with your career. You don't really want to plan during a time that doesn't say you're going to fail. It's probably not going to just snap to and be exactly what you want. So, we have to, we have to wait. Waiting is good because the uh, whole need to wait just means you're not quite all the way ready to make that decision. You know, why struggle with waiting two weeks? Uh, so, you know, people go through a lot of issues. And when they come to get a reading, if they're, if they're having too many issues in that day, they're just not going very well. That's usually not the good day to go get the reading. It's not going to hear it because you're in the throes of your emotional, disillusion, whatever kind of day is happening for you. So your ears won't be working very well. You've got to wait till that kind of oh, kind of goes away and you can calm down a little bit. And you can go, you know. And get the reading, but when you're kind of in the middle of your hysteria, it's not really the best time to hear that. So, at the same time, if you're feeling hysterical, it wouldn't really be the best time to push the job thing and wonder why you can take place for yourself because your intensities and your energies are kind of a little bit out of whack. So, but you should, you know, category maybe should. You know, there's, a, there's something, there's a good way to go about it, and then there's a really stressed out, you know, way to go about it to kind of. There's so many different colorings going on in the chart, and so many, you know, intricacies. There's hundreds of aspects going on in the chart on a daily basis. Nobody can ever get a full psychology because it's not, you know, the time it takes so much. You know, that's not really you know, practical problems. You can come in for 90 minutes reading and uh, get your head off over with a lot of things that affirm things you already know and open up some doors on some things you don't know. Sometimes people get stuck. And all you have to do is have a little conversation with planets, Venus going the feeling, Mercury the conscious mind, Jupiter the philosophy position, and the eighth house being destiny, birth, the fourth being home. So you've got all these different factors you throw in. It's all just down, and you can have a real easy interpretation of the person's private class of all of the hundred of things that take place. You know, these are pretty slim in time that we live in now. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, we're just kind of overwhelmed. You know, there's just a lot of things that overcome in the world. We've come through about a 10-year period of death and rebirth and transformation. I don't want to get into all the unfortunate circumstances going on on the globe. It's very exemplary, you know, good example of what's really taking place in our whole situation, Earth and solar system, by all the chaos and all of the unfortunate things that piled up. You know, we don't want to pay only attention to that. You know, we can be real positive. You know, these volcanic situations wouldn't be taking place, uh, you know, astrology aspect. And there's always a lot of deception. You know, I wouldn't call it false media or whatever, or telling the truth. But there's so many different feelings and energies and 
can be confusing for a person, so I'll just try to simplify. What what the results are usually? Well, you don't want to be too vain about what you do because you're just trying to assist people into waking up themselves. You're just kind of a catalyst. You're not the, you know, you're not the big guy, really. Uh, you're just kind of bringing the energy through the better person. Um, but when I worked up in Park City, uh, there'd be times when people working at the store would notice the person that just left the reading. And they would say that person really looked really happy. And compared to the way they came in, they, they walked out and a little bit lighter and feeling pretty good about things. So you do get a little application because sometimes, you know, it works most of the time. Sometimes you're not the right messenger for the person. You know, there's some, there's some uncomfortable times with it too. Some people want to be told everything. They don't want to give any energy out. So you can't really feel them all that much. You have to kind of grope around for it. Those are actually more toxic. People are all closed down. They're, they're tough ones to work with. You can work through them. The third chart would indicate toxic. Well, at least if they, you know, might have a tendency to one work. It's kind of what it's about. You're running into all kinds of dams and blockages, you know. You know so it doesn't, it's not a predictive science. Uh, I can tell you a lot of things are going to take place in the future based upon my ability to tell you what took place in the past. Mm -hmm. If I tell you what happened in October of 1995, and you went, wow, and then I did it again for 2001, 2005, then you'd start to think, well, maybe I could tell you about 2000. Give, you know, I give a shot in the past. So we could get it, understand what I'm trying to put forth in the life. We can talk about it. We can kind of say, yeah, we can put it a little bit. Because it's needed. We can say if it's coming out of home, if it's coming out of career, if it's, you know, it's coming out of blockages of self-expression, relationships. We can, we can see all the really positive. You if you just told them, if you didn't tell them, you know, deep things, they wouldn't really be getting from my standpoint, they're money. But certainly everybody's on a little bit different level. So some people like this reader and other people don't like that reader. And there's all that. You know, it's not like you have favorites. We don't know that many readers. But, you know, some, you know, I used to do shows around the country with 20 or 30 different readers. And some were just extremely popular and some weren't as popular. And uh, it's just, they some people like different music and they like different artists. Reading the same way. Just kind of go to what you vibe to, what feels good, because the client, you know, is sharp, they're smart, they're looking for some answers, but, you know, they're sharp. Sometimes what I've noticed is and then you notice that I've given the focus on worry, how do you find the Getting some guidance. Sometimes I've also heard the guidance or um, I don't want to be ruled. For me, it's a, it's a life. So uh, I, I just appreciate it from the guidance. It really aided me. So again, I'm really into the mind science. I'm a, you know, I like to study. So that's how it fit in. So 
Um, yes, I look at my stuff every day. But, you know, and if, yeah. you, if you have stressful aspects, how do you, you still have to go to work. But you probably won't feel very good. You might get a fight, you know, or unless you can really manage the energy that's coming in, you know, then everything's fine and you know how to be real subtle and just say that's nice and get to your office or whatever you're doing and not make any waves. You don't want to do that. So people are sharp. They know they can't make so it's other areas. It's more personal areas that they're interested in involved. And this mm-hmm. is where the Eastern philosophy, spiritualism, spirituality, all those things come in. Not religion. Astrology is not a religion. That's a spiritual practice, although others might not, you know, agree with that. That's okay, but that's what it is. And you're, you know, entitled to opinion. You're not trying to really change your mind because you're going to be ready for it anyway. Or, you know, people discard things you don't know what it is. Don't really know about stuff, uh, and sometimes readers are hopeful. Sometimes they're novices; they haven't even been reading for very long. And somebody goes in there really expecting to have a great intuitive experience that they've had them before. It just doesn't always work. And that's just people, and who's accredited, how much they've really matric- matriculated in their lives. And we don't want to point accusing fingers at anyone because everybody's on the learning path. So, you know, if we're just untapping people. You know, helping them untap and be more comfortable with themselves, be happy with their families, with their husbands, with their kids, with their parents, because, you know, from a psychological standpoint, we think they tie, you know, kind of tied up. Everybody's got these issues, and the chart really expresses and shows you know, your biospheric or earth environment that you chose to be born into. Nobody handed you this and said, you got to go do that. You, the idea, the premise is reincarnation. And the premises and chose. Nobody stuck you with this. You decided to be with your great parents or you're not so good. They can learn whichever lesson it is you're doing. The bosses, the friends, the girlfriends, the wives, I mean, this is all a very interconnected thing that I'm kind of getting off astrology a little bit. We're just, it's a very big fiction. Astrology, again, is the most objective uh, tool in metaphysics and modern science to really view who you are, uh, because it's indicated through those planets, and, you know, we as astrologers believe you pick the time, place, and date of birth. I believe you pick the name. I believe through reincarnation of things that your names stay very similar to all others. And it's like a faith, because you can't prove it necessarily, except, you know, we have all those young kids born who remember things from 100 years ago, the rooms and all these things. So the mystery is I didn't invent the mystery. The mystery is there. I'm not probably going to solve the mystery. We can really, you know, work on it and have a lot of fun time in exploring our own mind. So you see, what? Great. Great. So you written a few books here. Which one would you like to Oh, well, I'll just really briefly go on. This one I like a lot. I wrote this one when I was 27. It's entitled Charles Baudelaire Doesn't Live in the City Anymore Other Indian Stories. So I'm into... I was, I was into, you know, writing about Indians. I like Indians. I got a little bit of them. But I just see it as a very spiritual journey. Charles Baudelaire was a French romantic poet who, you know, was very famous as a critic and a writer, but he was kind of on the dark side. And uh, he didn't really defend himself, you know, uh, as far as the outrageous things that he was writing, and all he was doing was being a little bit critical of politics at the time. 
he went on trial and he wasn't convicted. Gustave Flaubert was on trial with him because he was writing Madame Bovary's letter. So uh, this, this is actually Charles Baudelaire. He's kind of a wild character, pretty good writer. So I kind of exonerated him since he didn't want to defend himself. I just kind of put the pretty. And then other Indian stories, it was kind of channeled book. I like to say that it's my slaughterhouse five, except it has to do with romance and life. So what two things? Challenge, slaughterhouse five. Slaughterhouse five is a book by Kurt Vonnegut where it goes into time travel. So my book, Time Travel, this one, it goes from the old west to the Indian, to Hollywood looking for angels and all that. Wonderful, exciting. And challenge? Channeling, um, well, I, when I went to school, I was an automatic writer, and they didn't like the automatic. They thought, they thought you had to get that rhythm and, and get all that stylized sonnets and all that kind of stuff going, and I'm, just, I'm not cut from it. I'm more of a lyric poet, so uh, when, when the mood strikes me, I wrote this book every morning from 6 to 10 in the morning, so I, you know, I did apply to it. But uh, yeah, channel writing is just... Uh, when you study metaphysics or philosophy and you meditate and you do yoga and you're just practicing all those kind of things that people want to go as a person, you always start to open up. I, uh, when I'm writing, I haven't done that. Well, youth is good for being inspired and finding all kinds of new things to do. This was written by Confucius and the Taoist you know, worked with it. It's 64 poems that kind of explain in a synchronistic fashion all the elements of our life. There's 64 poems to read in my book. But there's the Bible of the Ching with the Taoists and the Buddhists and all the different folks uh, have made. So this is a world famous book. And I just did my little lyric poetry with 64 poems in there. I did 64 poems, and I wrote it all in two days. So, so, so you've you written, uh, you write in poetry. Epic poetry, a little bit of poetry, a little bit of prose, back and forth. That's, you know, these are old styles. So we're looking for it. Yeah, I'm almost 60. Did I say that? I meant 49. Yeah. Okay, this one, Universal Mosaic. Mm-hmm. I have the most copies of this one. Those things are out of print. Publishing. Universal Mosaic. This has to do with the seven days of the week, the seven basic planets, the seven colors of the rainbow, all the seven. And then you have over each day, you have angelic figures that are kind of shohans and elohim over that. You know, just big energy people, archetypes and things like this. So I just did, there's five poems per color. And there's an area of the body that so this has to do with chakras. This has to do with crystals. This has to do with both. So this is this is David on. Well, I don't know what you're saying about that, but look, but this is a fun topic because they want to make it a planet, then they don't want to make it a planet, then they want to make it a planet again. And uh, you know, I study a lot of astronomy, but those astronomers are a little bit lonely. You know, they need to get a little bit into themselves. So they have to <laughs> say things aren't planets. <laughs> well, you know, they have to be serious. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's you know, they just kind of made a turn. Did they? No, 37. 
3,000. You know, you know, it sounds like it's a long time ago, but not really. Well, that one. Uh, it's hard to find them, but uh, we've pretty well been living the way we live now. Many hundreds of years. Romans are pretty advanced. We are pretty Maybe we have some things we don't have. We have some things we don't have. Why is that? Hmm, I don't know. That's, that's kind of off the track of the comment there, but uh, we well, talk about the astrology. Well, if you want me to talk about that way, uh, the Egyptian age, which was Gemini Far area, uh, that's when we first started writing. That's when we came in like that was a very important period of time. Communication was a real step about point. Uh, and then we uh, then we moved into Greece, which was Taurus, and you know. It's kind of the beautific in the Taurus and the refinement and all those things of Taurus, you know, what we think of as the Greeks. And then the age of Aries, kind of the warring Romans, if you will, but they're great intelligence and building power. They're kind of a rough bunch, but that's, you know, that was the time. Uh, and then we have our age of Pisces, which is really kind of the age of, you know, Christendom and Mohammedanism. So, we, it's kind of like the Savior last Pisces age implies the Neptune, which implies spirituality, uh, which implies some dubiousness and some confusion because we have a lot of confusion and chaos getting peace of enlightenment, taking off a lot of chaos. And uh, this is again why astrology can kind of help us in, in those areas. But we have the Spiritualism and the martyrdom of the first thousand years of Pisces age, and then the last thousand years, it's trying to conclude this can be a while longer, is the scientific materialistic, you know, blowing the kingdom come, uh, you know, get pretty abstracted on computers, you know, more, more of a technological. Kind of We're trying to transition to Aquarius, which is thought to be a more compassionate area, uh, one of great willpower, because we've only been, we've only had a manifest willpower in this country since the American Revolution. Uh, before that, I like to say we were shoveling the manure out of the king's corral and women with changing sheets. Uh, we were pretty much enslaved by monarchies up until the American Revolution, the French Revolution. So there's kind of Uranus that rules revolution and independence discovered in 1781. And that's right when our revolution was taking place, right when Francis did. So it's discovered mm-hmm. the planet took place, and boom, the revolution is kind of shut off. So our independence has grown a lot since that time. And uh, that's real important because we're kind of coming through a real martyrish time in history. A lot of death, a lot of you know, people falling the lines, and all that kind of crap. It's never locked up in everybody's subconscious mind all the kind of hellish things that we have found. They may not believe in reincarnation. They just say, I don't have to. They do. I kind of think that these things are popular. In the, in the astrology point of view, I've noticed from the past that violence is more extreme violence. That used to be a thing that we did in boxing. That is more extreme. What do you think has changed our society? 
speaking to astrology. It goes back to that thing we're talking about. The planet Uranus, which is the revolution and the radical, was in kind of a war, if you will, with Pluto, the planet So we're getting a lot of, you know, not very well connected revolutions and violence uh, connected to the planet that rules definitely in the first place. So it's just kind of a hellish situation by the planet. If we went back in time a long, long time, they'd say the gods were There was a time when people were clairvoyant, they could actually see much more than we're able to see because we forgot. We went into dark ages, and we just put the blinders on, and uh, we just kind of forgot, and all we could do was gobble the bread. And then enlightenment came, and we, we have uh, you know, more of our brain going, and uh, we're starting to really, it's really hopped up our sensitivity to understand our environment. So sometimes it comes through. Unfortunately, we're in a situation which does conclude to a certain extent after a big blow up. It will, it will, it will unfortunately, probably. There's a little bit of a shell game that always is really going on. We'll look over here. Not over there, anyway. We'll look over here. Look over there. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of challenges. There's just a lot of those things. Um, so we'll take a question if you have any. Uh, what I would like to you can share, you shared what astrology and prayer readings and readings that you said can do to help you now in your life or maybe you make more money or shift out your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, you have to get a reading. That's how you do it. You can't really describe that's why when people are up the stairs, with somebody else having a reading, this person having a reading is really enthralled and really enjoying it. The person looking at it going, what's that all about? Why are they so into that? Mm. You know, it's a matter of perspective. And it's not, it's not connecting to you at that moment. So you know, it's not about you. Have a reading. So if you're going to get a reading, it wasn't you, how would they find a good reading? Okay. Well, what would you call it? If I was going to Google it, what would I do? You would just Google the metaphysical uh, magazine in the reality to then be given uh, all of the names of all the people who have the money And you can also go to you know, the Golden Great Bookstore. We'll have, they have readers on site and they have a readers on site that are there. Stores? So all, all metaphysical bookstores, all of the What if you were a musician and called you? Uh, meditation and yoga would be the best ways, I think, to get those uh, juices flowing. Um, it's, it's, good to, it, mm-hmm. it's good to have a system to kind of rely on. People are just flying by the seat of their pants. They're, they're often very chaotic and not all that happy. They also don't have time to meditate or do yoga, and they don't have time to study um, things, and uh, they're just still looking for why, what am I going to do? Well, we're going to wrap things up. If you have any questions, ask them now. Um, thank you for being on our show. Thank you. Appreciate it. A lot of fun. We're going to several times. We'll have you on the Very interesting conversation. Um, how can they reach you? 01-232-5465. Next thing is good for me. 
I charge $100 for a reading. It's CD recorded for 90 minutes. And um, follow-ups. And I do tarot readings. Also, they don't take quite as long. I do numerological readings as well. So I look forward to hearing from you if you're interested. Great. Thank you guys for listening and watching. See you tomorrow or next time. Have a great life. See ya. We'll book a little more. Well, I, I wanted to be. And so I do. It's more of a chummy. Chummy? chummy.